Welcome, everybody, to another timely episode of Crazy Insurance Lady Breaks It All Down For You, the podcast that turns complicated insurance gobbledygook into easy-to-understand everyday language. I am the crazy insurance lady herself, Gay Glenn, a licensed insurance agent in all lines of personal insurance in more than 21 states, and I am the creator, producer, writer, and host of this podcast, explaining all types of insurance issues and coverages, how they work, and how you can make them work best for you. I present good, solid, legit insurance information to folks like you and me, regular people who don't have access to their own personal insurance agent. I can be that agent for you, giving you all kinds of good information in bite-sized bits. If you are new to this podcast, welcome. I'm glad you found us. If you have listened before and are back for more tasty tidbits, welcome back, and I hope you brought a friend. Every episode, I remind us of just why insurance can be an important part of your life, a treasured member of your family even. Insurance itself, remember, is a tool that is meant to make sure that if your worst day happens, and it's always unexpected, you will not lose everything you own and have to start over, sometimes literally with just the shirt on your back. You can get money, cash money, or avoid having to pay cash money and other benefits to be able to keep or replace your items and quickly recover your life. Today's episode, we're going to talk about parties, pool parties, Super Bowl parties, graduation parties, and even kiddie parties, if the adults around are going to be, you know, sipping on the jazzy juice. Talking about parties and really any gathering where you are serving alcohol to your guests and how your generosity may turn around to bite you in the butt and the wallet. Because tis the season, party season that is, and you need to know how to protect yourself should one or more of your guests have an incident on the way home from your very lively festivities. Their poor decisions may end up getting you involved financially as the host who was responsible for providing the alcohol they got drunk on. It happens. Yep, your guest, more likely their lawyer, puts the blame on you and tries to make you responsible for any damages Sir Drunk-A-Lot caused. They will say that as a result of your guest being at your party and getting sloshed on the alcohol you provided for them, that that was the reason that they got into an accident where that third party was harmed. Although you will not likely be responsible for your drunk guest if they are injured in an accident, after all, they made their own decisions, you may be held liable by any third party any person they damage or property that is damaged. Yes, you may be held responsible for those damages and damages to any passengers of any vehicles if they are injured, so you need to be prepared. Why? Why ruin our buzz, crazy insurance lady, with talk about responsibility, liability, all that mumbo-jumbo? Um, I believe you mean gobbledygook? Because I have made it my job to help you keep all your stuff. And because here is another way you probably didn't even know was a problem until now where you are at risk. And all you wanted to do was to have a little fun. Well, 
Here's how you might can have your cake and eat it too. Today's topic is social host liability. Social host liability is not a type of insurance. It is a legal concept, meaning you might be held responsible for damage a guest of yours causes if they were at a party where you provided alcohol. So that is social host liability. But before we do get to that main topic, let's talk about having underage folk at your party where you are providing the libations, the alcohol. Don't do it. Don't have them there. Because there are very strict rules against furnishing and or serving alcohol to those underage, right? And did you notice I said furnish alcohol? Furnishing alcohol is different from serving alcohol. But either one is a problem. Serving alcohol means to knowingly and affirmatively deliver alcohol to a minor. Actually put a drink in their hands. While furnishing alcohol means to simply make it available. So if you're going to provide alcohol at your party, even though you don't physically place a drink in someone's hand, you are still in deep doo-doo if that hand that holds that drink belongs to a minor. Courts have upheld various charges against parents who provided alcohol to underage drinkers where damages, including deaths, have occurred during or afterward. And this strict liability follows you whether you own a home or rent an apartment or other non-owned property where you live, like a dorm. And you may think that you, as the host, have to know that there are underage folks at your gathering. Well, one hopes that you would, and that is part of your responsibility as the host. But no. Even if you personally, as the owner of the property, are away from the property and know that a party is happening or going to happen, that makes you potentially liable as well. So know what's happening where you live, I guess, would be my advice. If you furnish alcohol to a minor, you are strictly liable, meaning even if nothing occurs with that minor, just because you allowed them to obtain alcohol at your place puts you in the wrong. So avoid all of today's consequences. Never furnish alcohol to a minor. So enough about that. Let's move on to the main topic of today's episode, social host liability. Social host liability is the legal term for criminal and or civil responsibility of a person who furnishes liquor to a guest. In non-gobbledygook terms, if you host a party where alcohol is being served or even furnished, remember furnishing alcohol means you provide alcohol even though you don't specifically hand each person a drink, but alcohol is there because you cause it to be there. If you serve or furnish alcohol to a guest, you can be held responsible as the host furnishing that alcohol for any injuries that drunken guests at your party may cause to a third party, even after leaving your party. And others injured by your drunk guest may hold you liable for their injuries too. What's up with that? Social host liability. I'm trying to tell you. So the problem is that you have a party and like most folk, you provide alcohol. Well, that in itself is not a problem. 
The problem may arise once people start drinking. But does that mean that hosting a party should be a thing of the past? No, because... Because now that you know that you may be held responsible for damages a drunk guest of yours causes after having the time of their lives at your party, you can take measures to lessen your liability, prevent that it's-all-your-fault scenario from occurring, to the best of your ability, that is. You will want to do everything within your power to see that your guests have a good time and that they also have every opportunity to make other choices besides driving home inebriated, which is how most accidents happen after a night out drinking, right? So, here are 12 well-advised tips to help keep you out of hot water. Tip number one. Perhaps the easiest and most obvious preventive measure you can take... Have an alcohol-free party. Wah, wah. Don't serve alcohol. No? I didn't think so, but it is the most obvious solution. Tip number two. Provide designated drivers. Simple, that. Provide someone who will remain sober to drive those drunks home. That will eliminate all the social host liability risk. If you are unable to provide designated drivers yourself, Encourage your guests to pick a designated driver from their group so that their designated driver can drive them home safely. Number three, encourage your guests to arrive by taxi, Uber, bus, train, carpool, any way where they are not directly responsible for driving themselves home. That way, there won't be any accidents due to their driving intoxicated. Number four, Stop serving alcohol toward the end of your party, so you would have to have thought about a pre-designated ending time, but switch at some point to coffee, juice, tea, pops, or sodas, depending upon where you live. That won't sober anyone up, but it will provide a cushion of time where they're not continuing to get more and more inebriated. Number five. Do not go around encouraging people to drink. I don't drink myself, but I have lots of friends who are guilty of that. They make it their job to ensure that everyone drinks and has a good time. Don't do that. Number six, serve food and have lots of water available too. Easy preventive tip there. Always serve food. Eating and drinking water can help balance out the effects of the alcohol. Number seven, hire a professional bartender or get a friend to bartend as their only function. Hiring a professional bartender gets my thumbs up over a friend because someone who bartends for a living is likely trained to spot those who are over-intoxicated and are better able to limit your guest's consumption if needed and there are no hard personal feelings over that. Number eight, maybe have the party somewhere else than at your home. Maybe have the party at a place that has a liquor license, like a bar or a restaurant. That will help limit your liability, too, for any occurrences after the event. Number nine, limit the amount of alcohol that you, yourself, as the host, are drinking. 
Making sure that you are not drunk will help you spot those who are, upping your ability to help them and potentially avoid a disaster. But if you are drunk too, your judgment will be impaired. And there goes the adult in the room. Tip number 10. If your guests seem too tired to drive or too inebriated, call a cab or Uber for them. Have a designated driver drive them home and, or best maybe, let them sleep it off at your place. Put them on the couch, they won't mind, and they'll wake up safer and better for your consideration. Number 11. As your guests are leaving, encourage each of them to wear a seatbelt. Seatbelts save lives. And finally, tip number 12, last but not least, know the laws in your state about social host liability. Just Google social host liability plus your state and you will find easy to understand information that can help keep you out of the hot seat when you serve cold drinks. So those are my suggestions, and of course, as an insurance agent, I would strongly suggest that you check your homeowner's or renter's insurance policy to know what your liability limits are, so that if the worst does happen, you may not have to come up with any money out of pocket, your insurance company may be able to foot that bill. That is a stellar idea anyway, to know what your policy covers and for how much, right? I suggest you have, through your homeowner's or renter's policy, personal liability limits of at least $300,000 if you own your home and at least $100,000 if you rent or otherwise live somewhere you don't own, like a dorm. Check your declarations page or talk to your agent or insurance company if you're not certain what your policy limits are. If you are sued by a third party because of your drunk party guests, your insurance policy may cover the damages you are assessed to pay up to those dollar limits and also may provide your legal defense. So make sure you know what your limits are and increase them if you think they are not sufficient. Better to pay a few dollars more per month now than hundreds of thousands of dollars potentially later. So now that you know, go out and throw your party. But do so responsibly and help your guests have a good time and get home safely by taking some of these precautions you've heard today. If you're planning on serving alcohol at your place, please take steps to lessen your liability and please ensure that you have the proper insurance. A good time had by all shouldn't turn into a huge bill had by one, namely you. There are many other ways, of course, to protect you and your guests. If you have a suggestion I didn't cover here, send it to me and maybe we'll do a follow-up. Ways to save your hide if you throw a party that the crazy insurance lady didn't come up with. It's a thought. Ready to party hardy now? I think so. Because that concludes this episode on being a host with the most. Hopefully this information will have you dancing to the beat of many different drummers with peace of mind and a wallet that will stay full in case of drunk guest incidents. 
If you have any questions about what you heard today and would like me to clarify, please do drop a line by email or you can leave comments where you listen, of course. I'd love to hear. Was this information helpful to you? Was it clear? Are you going to make any insurance changes because of what you heard here today? Are you going to share this episode with two of your friends? Ah, I see you nodding your head. Yes, good. And smash that subscribe button so you don't miss any of my crazy episodes. So email me or follow me on Facebook. My email address is onecrazyinsurancelady at gmail.com. That's the number one, crazyinsurancelady at gmail.com. And as I said, you can also follow me on Facebook at Crazy Insurance Lady, of course. You can leave comments and questions there, too. All right, my friends, this is it. We have come to the end of another informative, very interesting episode of Things You May Not Have Known That Will Help You Keep More Money in Your Pocket. Again, my name is Gay Glenn. I am a licensed insurance agent in all lines of personal insurance in more than 21 states and the creator, producer, writer, and host of this podcast, Crazy Insurance Lady, breaks it all down for you. I want to thank you for listening, telling your friends about this podcast, and smashing that subscribe button, so I will. Thank you for listening, telling your friends about this podcast, and smashing that subscribe button. (laughs) And as always, I will remind you, I might be crazy, but I'm no slouch. See you next time.